Welcome to a one-of-a-kind podcast series brought to you by Maxim Institute, Maximize Election 23. We are here every week to dive into the latest news discussing the plain and the fancy articles while bringing you insightful analysis of the various events across our country. We also present the Generally Good Egg Award and share our expectations for the following week. Today, Director of Research and Development Marcus Roberts is joined by Communications Manager Jason Heal and Researcher Natasha Ballas. Let's dive right in to maximise Election 23. Natasha, Jason, welcome to the podcast. And great to be here, Thank Marcus. Ah, <laughs> oh, good to have you. Fantastic. So we've got another week. In fact, a weekend of amazing uh, electoral uh, goings-on, yes. namely the two major parties' campaign launches. Whiz-bang yeah. is one of the headlines, <laughs> a whiz-bang weekend. <laughs> it's always one of those things if you have to say that it's whiz-bang. It, it actually yeah, not yeah. whiz-bang, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had the Labour Party on Saturday, uh, followed by the National Party on Sunday. So we, what we thought we'd do today is we'd do a plain and fancy for both parties. Mm, yeah. um, so we'll rapid fire uh, in the next five minutes. Uh, let's start with Labour on Saturday. We've got a plane about them is their um, free dental. Yeah. Phew, so Pop original. Yeah, yeah, so no one else has been talking about free dental. <laughs> so someone else has been talking about free dental though, haven't they, Natasha? <laughs> Yes, well, I think the Greens Party felt like that. (laughs) (laughs) So so they had the Green Party saying everyone gets free dental service. This is is the watered-down Green version. Right, so this is the um, dental party. Dental party, dental policy light. light. Yeah, Yeah. brown actually when you combine green and red. So so it's for up to 30-year-olds, up to 30-year-olds, free dental clinics, uh, sorry, free dental checks, annual dental check, cleans and x-ray basic fillings and extractions um, by July 2026. So not right away. Mm. It's going to cost about $400 million over four years. Mm. Uh, Jason, what do you think? Well, where are the dentists coming from? Mm-hmm. That's like my first question, mm-hmm. right? We, we've we talked before about uh, kids' dental waiting times mm-hmm. that are already free, especially post-COVID, yep. um, where now they don't follow up on you. They don't say, hey, uh, your kid's dental appointment's coming up. They kind you of actually, hope you don't notice. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, <laughs> Mum and dad in the kitchen don't. eating the chocolates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, because yeah. there, there's a big backlog, right? I think mm. it's uh, several months waiting. So, to increase that to under 30, I think yep. it's another 12 years. Um, where are they going to find these, yeah. these dentists? Because they presumably can't. the point is to increase demand. Yes. Because they want people to go who yes. aren't going. Yes. So, how are we going to... Yeah. How are we going to... Yeah meet that demand well i'm fairly sure that's why you know dentists and senior doctors are striking this week is because there's just not enough demand for their services and they're feeling left out Mm, yeah that's Mm, right they want some more attention (laughs) not that there are too few of them and too high demand yeah yeah. and there's too many hours not enough pay all that stuff yeah Okay, so that's the uh, that's the dental uh, policy. The next one is the fancy for the Labour Party. Uh, we thought we'd talk about their uh, interesting use of alternative facts in their social media campaign when talking about other parties' uh, policies. So we had a couple of uh, social media uh, posts from the Labour Party last week saying 
that National and ACT, when they get into government, are going to put interest rates back onto student loans and take away the first-year free policy, which was introduced a few years ago by mm. Labour, um, which is very scary, but mm. also not true. <laughs> I think what New Zealand needs, really, is, is an organisation who's responsible for fact-checking some of these yeah. things and yeah. making like, sure that we... Make, we don't like get disinformation. Yeah, group. something like a... It could be a project. It, it could a be project. an ongoing project mm. of disinformation. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't got any ideas coming to me right now. That's, That's right. It, it has been interesting, though, the lack of uh, interest or, or news being put forward by the Disinformation Project. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you would think, as their name suggests, mm. when, when a major political party releases something that is incorrect and mm. not factual. Mm-hmm. I mean, might... is it just an alternate fact? Yeah. <laughs> Well, in the world of competing feeling facts, yeah, it could yeah, be. You know, yeah, I get but, a good vibe about that. Yeah, fact. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something they might do, so yeah, we'll just leave it. <laughs> so I think the Labour Party has been um, has been uh, has pulled them down. They were shamed, I think, yeah. into doing <laughs> so when they realised that it's not true. But I suppose you know what's what's the idea that you know uh, truth is just getting out of bed. Well, the lies have gone right around That's the world. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think there's a bit of that going on there. But yes, silence from the disinformation project. Come on, guys, uh, yeah. raise your game. Yeah. Okay, so that was the Labour Party. Let's move on to National. Um, the plane, well, it's pretty much all about tax cuts and tax mm. policy last week, wasn't it, Jason? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, a National really kind of jumped ahead mm. in, in the way that they uh, had pre-programmed everyone in some way to, to get ready for it mm. and the way that they actually announced it. They'd done their homework. They had... Um, at least on paper, provided for all of these uh, tax cuts. And um, I think ultimately $250 a fortnight beats $4 a week. Mm. It's a way to look extraordinarily fiscally responsible Mm -hmm. in that they have all of their information at hand, but at the same time, they're giving everyone a little bit of money. So (laughs) I I think it will be proved to be quite popular. Mm. Yeah, it it dominated the last week, didn't it? If nothing else, we're all arguing about whether the costings were correct, whether yeah. their assumptions were correct. But either How they way, might pay for it, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. Because yeah, it yeah. seems too good to be true, right? Yeah. That's the... <laughs> yes, but at least everyone from National Party's um, point of view would say at least we're, they're talking about it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You know, it really pushed out all other news. Um, until they announced... As well as getting a tax cut, we could also get a pledge card. Yes. So that's the fancy for national. It doesn't get much more fancy than no. this. Got to catch them all, actually. Yeah, that's I'm right. I've got to get, get a full one from set each by the party the and have yeah, the whole set. We should trade. You know, yeah, I've yeah. got my got my national pledge card. What do we think are going to be like the high scoring ones that everyone in the the yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone on the playground is trying that's to right. get their hand on a, an elusive the rare act. ones. Yeah, yeah, the act pledge card or maybe a Freedom New Zealand one. Yeah, I don't know what primary school you guys went to. But <laughs> Certainly wasn't um, keen. So, so we've got a pledge card here with um, Chris Luxon personally guaranteeing that National mm. will do these eight things: uh, support seniors, cut health waiting times, build infrastructure, restore law and order, lower inflation, grow the economy. Um, what do we think about it? Um, what well, do you think the fact that he's ambitious. personally guaranteeing? Yeah. yeah, it's definitely yeah. ambitious. He's putting his name and reputation mm. on the line there personally guaranteeing it does it so. does it come back and people say well you promised to do this and does anyone i mean it, surely this isn't the first time that, that a politician they've had has said, pledge uh, cards though yeah. <laughs> have we have we looked back at 
historically and seen. So the only <laughs> one who comes personally guaranteed other personally things. Guaranteeing yeah, yeah. And maybe we could uh, maybe we could follow them up on a few of the things that have been lacking for a while. Yeah, it would be nice to to, to follow these uh, promises up. I think. Um, maybe course, they could put a tick box next to it, like a check yeah, box. That would yeah. be helpful, and then you can kind of. We have achieved. Yeah, that's right. So that, yeah. I think that's what they're hoping that people will, will take them seriously mm. to say, well, these are achievable or we, you'd hope that they would, would achieve them. But yes, um, as we've seen over the last six years, it's very easy to make promises, mm. harder to uh, put them into practice. Yes. Okay, major parties. Let's uh, leave them there for now. But let's move on to our winners of the week. Uh, Natasha. I think Nicola Willis cannot lose. Yeah. She will either be the finance minister or she'll be the head of the party. And so I think... So that, that, that's if they win, she's finance minister. That's if right. They if lose, they lose, she's, she's head of the, the party, next, so she's still the a The next winner. reasonable choice. Yeah. I think particularly after their their tax mm. announcement, she's mm. looking really good. Yeah. She was very articulate. She was very well informed. She yeah. had all her speaking points. Mm-hmm. She answered the questions. She was across the detail. Yeah, absolutely. She, yeah, done her homework, yeah. She's she looks serious. She's leader yeah. quality. Mm. And... Whether that's in government or as a, the leader of an opposition, I think. So you don't think she's too closely tied to Chris Luxon? She's a deputy, so if they lose, both fall? No, I think I think the way that things have been trending in the polls, it would be pretty easy to make the argument that if the election is lost for national, mm. they're lost over a personality issue. Mm. And she's not, I think, associated with that personality she's issue. She's not the leader. So, so national's seen a bump in the polls, but... Their leader hasn't seen a commensurate bump, so you could say, well, people like the party. That's right. But not necessarily the leader or the face mm. of the party. Right. And so we could keep the policies, change the leader, boom. Winning combination. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's great. One way she could lose, they win, but their vote is almost the same as ACT, and ACT demand the finance portfolio. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I hadn't... <laughs> just it's probably unlikely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Nicola Willis is a strong contender for winner of the week. Uh, Jace. Yeah, uh, I think hecklers are the Ooh. winners of the week for me because at both of the campaign launches over the weekend, there was uh, great hecklers interrupting and yelling and doing the thing that hecklers do. love a good heckle. Yeah, it's, it's great. I think it it is part of our democratic process. It gets the politicians to talk to the people on the street, gets mm. them Dance interacting the with... the questions they're concerned about. The, exactly, That's, the yeah. things that people uh, have, are passionate enough about to get out of bed and go to a meeting of an opposition party that they don't like mm. and yell something at the person who's doing the speech. Like, that's a lot of effort. <laughs> it's true. I yeah. mean, you, it's difficult enough to get people to vote, yeah, let alone to right. yell. Should be, uh... It's political engagement, right? Yeah. That's what right, we it want. Is. Yeah, it's true. exactly. So, yeah, I think um, it's entertaining. It's part of our process. And it's it actually serves a purpose. It's like a voice of the people. So. Mm. Yeah, no, anything that keeps politicians on their toes is something that I'm in favour of. (laughs) Uh, The winner would be if there had been a heckler of Nicola Willis. But unfortunately there wasn't, so we're going to call that one a draw. (laughs) Uh, Okay, losers. I'm going to start off with my losers of the week, and that's all the small parties. You see the difference in media treatment when it comes to small party policies and promises Mm. and big parties. When National or Labour bring, bring out a policy, people dissect it mm. because there's a much greater chance of it going into mm, yeah. practice. Whereas when the Greens announce free dental, everyone says, oh, the Greens... How are they going to do it? It's not going to happen. When Labour promise free dental for up to 30, people say, oh, well, there's a good chance that this could happen. Mm. Similarly with the la- uh, national tax cuts, as we were saying earlier, dominated proceedings last week, yeah. right? Yeah. So, 
think uh, small parties not getting the airtime, this is what, what yeah, happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, any other losers we've got? Um, I'm, I'm putting Andrew Little in okay. the ring. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that he had a bit of a, uh, like a publicity moment where he had a photo taken with a, a bunch of community immigration leaders, mm-hmm. uh, leaders in, in community and immigration and uh, talking about the accredited employer work visa issues, uh, the fact that thousands of people are being taken advantage of and really... Mm awful ways since that came into play and it came into play under this government. I was going to say, wasn't he the person who brought it into play? (laughs) So just, I mean, given that there's no opportunity for Andrew Little to do anything about that at this stage in the game because Parliament's not sitting anymore, (laughs) so... Poor timing, not not great timing (laughs) at all to shine shine a headlight (laughs) on on a really, really bad policy that's had awful ramifications yeah. for some very vulnerable people. So, yeah, that would be my okay. <laughs> my contender. Good, good one. Any others? We've well, got speaking of Parliament not sitting, right, Parliament is kind of a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, we've had so many bills under urgency yes. coming through. Don't get me um, started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New Zealand's a winner in yeah. that context. <laughs> well, maybe we should have put ourselves in the winner category for that, but... Um, but yeah, and then um, parliamentarians um, being censured and things like mm. that for speaking about uh, court cases that are still through the courts and yes. there's name suppression and things like that. Mm. I think the uh, tenor of parliament has uh, has maybe decreased a little bit in the last couple of weeks as they've been sitting. Mm. Probably just as well they're not sitting yeah, any longer. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Could only so, get worse from here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah. Someone was commenting that it was sort of an end of school term feel to yeah. it, which infantilizes politicians, but um, maybe not unjustly. (laughs) Um, Right, let's talk about our generally good egg. Um, Natasha, do you have anyone? I'm going to nominate the Freedom Party. Oh, yeah. Uh, Look, we just talked about the fact fact that uh, That the smaller parties aren't getting as much attention, uh, but they did manage to get the issue of vaccine injury and Mm. compensation for that out there so that people mm. are talking about it at, at all and mm-hmm. I think that's um, I think that's good I think people should be talking about some of the ramifications for individuals as a result of the vaccine mandates so yeah mm. that would be my and that's not an entirely crazy idea is it like I mean it sounds off the cuff crazy right <laughs> yeah. but, but Australia's but been doing it yeah well that's it the thing the more you think <laughs> about it you look years. around the world I think administratively they've had some issues but mm. um, at least at the least acknowledging the personal cost for people that those mm. policies had mm. uh, particularly for their health but also mm. for their career trajectories I think Incomes the government like yeah. needs to acknowledge that and mm. do something to compensate people so yeah, mm. yeah I think in, any like likelihood of it being taken up, do you think, by bigger parties, Chase? Uh, uh, it's still a contentious issue mm-hmm. here in New Zealand. For some mm-hmm. reason, we haven't managed to have a decent conversation about mm-hmm. uh, loss of income, loss of jobs, health ramifications. New Zealand isn't really post-COVID in the same way, though. That's a good point. I mm-hmm. feel like yeah. when I go to Australia, nobody's talking about COVID anymore. Yeah. Nobody's testing. Nobody's mm-hmm. isolating. Mm-hmm. Whereas I here, still we still have and, isolation yeah, yeah. policy in New Zealand. You know, if you test positive, seven days at home. Um, I'm, I'm, as far anymore. as I know, it's, yeah. yeah. Just so recently. Just recently, yeah. though. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I feel like it's like still front of after, mind right? for New Zealand yeah, in yeah. a way that it isn't for Australia. Maybe when least. we get a change of government like Australia has had, mm. it'll be a bit That more might help, actually. Yeah. 
If we get a change, we'll come yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got the Freedom Party. I had a generally good egg, and that was the leader of the National Party, Chris Luxon, mm. uh, for engaging one of these Freedom Party people, actually, at a stand Engaging a heckler, right? Engaging yes. a heckler. Yes, go the hecklers, see? <laughs> theme of this podcast um he got heckled at a media stand-up yeah. it was getting he, he dealt with it relatively well it was getting um too disruptive so he moved inside but he said i will come and speak to you in person mm. because you've obviously got some concerns um but the heckler didn't want to stay around and oh. talk to him so afterwards apparently um one of the reporters said that he went to find this heckler to yeah. talk to him outside the media uh he didn't want to, to yeah. hang around so good on chris luxon for engaging or trying to engage with someone who yeah, yeah. obviously didn't agree with him so yeah. that was my no, well generally done. good egg yeah yeah um who's the winner jason oh i'm gonna go freedom party yeah because yeah. yeah. they actually yeah. came into both of them so yeah yeah that's it. right <laughs> yep no that's great Awesome. Okay. Well, the week ahead, we don't have any campaign launches from Labor or National anymore. So, yes. what, what possibly do we have to look forward to? <laughs> no more Parliament. Oh, no more urgency. Is. Right. Right. There you go. Yep. We're just yeah. talking about how Parliament's are, you know, been losing all this stuff under urgency. There's mm. none of that. None of that. We've done all the laws we can for the what is it? The 53rd Parliament. Yep. It's done. Yep. We're done. That's what we can look forward to. No more. <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, so the senior doctors and dentists strike yes. is on Tuesday. Yes. Mm. Uh, hopefully, obviously, they can come to some sort of arrangement before then. But if not, it would be great to be hearing some really coherent policy around improving health. Mm. I think, you know, you, announcing a dental plan at the same time as dentists are saying they're overworked is probably a little bit irresponsible. Mm. <laughs> Let's bring out some responsible, achievable answers to the problem of health in New Zealand, mm-hmm. which is an, an increasing problem. Yeah. No, yes. that's great. Aging population. And to pledge that, you, uh, that you're going to cut health wait times or yep. fix the health system is one thing, what but what's, what are you going to do to fix yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. How Jason, gonna... you, you were saying that there was an empty... Yeah, so uh, someone that I know works in the health, primary health um, sector, and they have work in a building that has just been built. They, they're not a doctor, but they work in this building, $2.5 million just built. Mm-hmm. And there's no one in there today because they don't have enough doctors to staff it. They, they have to go to another clinic. So, yeah, yeah it's like where we need more doctors. <laughs> we, need, we need something to fix the system yeah. because you've got a brand new beautiful building mm-hmm. and they're at some, some old building in the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere. Because they don't have doctors, yeah. And it's going to get worse, right? Yeah. Because we've got an ageing population who need more primary health. Yeah. Um, but so does Australia. And so Australia does pays Australia. better. Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> and I can tell you there's plenty of doctors who are just um, biding their time here in New Zealand to do enough years yeah. so they can register and go to Australia. Yeah. And that's it. So that we're just paying for Australia's doctors. And the ones who aren't are nearing retirement. Exactly. Themselves. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, hear that? political parties uh, have a think about that some some proactive decent health policies to fix our problem I'm looking forward to some corner meetings coming up I got a letter from my local MP saying that he was going to be around uh, doing corner meetings with people and literally on street street corner no literally in residential street corners we're not talking about the like even the local shops oh wow so two residential streets (laughs) on a soapbox Oh, let's hope so. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Come on, that would be awesome. With yeah. a five-minute timer yeah. um, and lots Ding. of hecklers. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that bit of campaigning. No more parliament, yeah. as you say, yeah. Chase. Um, maybe they'll talk about health, but who knows. Mm. Um, but anyway, that's it for this week of the Maximize Election 23 podcast. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Natasha. Yeah, thanks, Marcus. Thanks,
for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Mate Wa, goodbye for now.